CDC Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Swain. With me today, site creator and PhD candidate, Ben Abraham, critic and post-grad researcher, Adrian Forrest, and freelance writer and red editor extraordinaire, Ian Miles Chong. Hey, what's up? As promised, this time we're going to focus on comments in the gaming blogosphere. Basically, this argument has come up several times on Twitter, and we have two of the main arguers here. Ben Abraham says that they're pointless in some cases. This is Adrian's and a forest to contradict that. I know I mischaracterized. We'll get to it. So, it's yeah. a simplification well, as as, of arguments. Yeah. I want to start here and branch out. Okay. Well, as long as you had the caveat at the end that they're useless in most cases, or even <laughs> some cases. I mean, I'm, yeah. In some cases, I can agree with, but I think that in most cases, they're useful. Well, Ben, you've gone to the lengths of removing the ability to comment on your blog and trackback. No. Yeah. Well, um, I get trackbacks. I haven't decided what to do with them yet. I've got six waiting in the filter that I, I got to decide whether I want to post or not. And partly the reason for that is just because they look they look a bit ugly as well in the comments. Like, and I can't make them look very pretty. Just the whole comments box at the bottom looks really gross. But um, <laughs> maybe it's worth. I hope it's not your only reason. Well, that is that well, is one of the kind of, track back. Kind of is the main reason though, because like. And here we're getting into a little bit of the why with comments, you know, like why why I don't have them at all is um, a lot to do with controlling the appearance of the site as well. So when I turned off comments, I had to go through my um, WordPress theme and edit out a whole bunch of the, the, the text that said, click this to comment, because I was like, I don't even want that there, because that's part of the design is... Like, if that's still there and people can click it, they'll be like, oh, where's the comments? Whereas if I just sort of remove it, it will you know, sort of think about it differently, if that makes sense. Is that it? Is it worth the trade-off for discussion and debate? You're well, right. you're assuming implicitly, though, as well, in that question, is that there is going to be some discussion and debate. And that's another one of the issues I have with comments, is that there is hardly ever any discussion and debate. A lot of the time, it's either fawning over the, the poster, wow, this is a great idea, wow, you're the best, etc., etc., or it's, no way, you're totally wrong. And I have to tell you where you're I wrong, wish. you know? It's so polemic like that. Um, and there's so I, I wish I got those first type of comments ever. <laughs> the only type of comments I ever seem to get are those of discussion and debate, asking and answering. Well, yeah, that's that's the argument that I would make is, okay, so maybe most of the comments are going to be, wow, you're awesome, or no, you're awful, you're a horrible person. But is it worth cutting off the possibility of some kind of debate and criticism? Yeah, well, I guess... Part of my reasoning as well is that just turning off comments doesn't really completely close off the possibility. It just changes the way in which that debate happens too. And I think also in a in a positive direction, like it, it shifts it away from this big long thread where everything is so serious and you can get on nitpicky and, and you know all you know what comment threads are like, right? They're often can well, be horrible. Whereas sometimes when, they're like that. Well, See, my, you... my major issue is, like, okay, your site is not Gamasutra. You're not going to get Gamasutra commenters on there who are going to yeah. rip shreds out of anything you say that's not technical or anything like that. You know you know what Gamasutra commenters are like. Yeah, it's being okay. I do. And they're generous, not saying Kotak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that too. Um, so, I mean, the point I would make is look at, like, the kind of comment threads you would get on something like Michael Abbott's blog. Look at something like mm-hmm. the comments you would get on Brainy Gamer. You know, would you say comments are pointless in that case? Well, i got to be really careful here because... I'd point out uh, here that you've made comments on that blog, so... I, yeah, and, and even wrote a post about all your comments. Yeah, on yeah, absolutely. And when I go back and read through the comments that I've left now, I'm almost tragically embarrassed about the things that I've posted because so much of it, if you just have a look at it, so much of it is just like, wow, you're so right. I'd never thought about it this way before, which... Yeah, but Maybe how much of that true. is you and how much of that is the nature of comments? And I think as a person ages, if you go back and look at earlier work, of course you're going to be embarrassed by the sophomore nature of it. It shows a growth, but still, this may be a little pedantic, but shows your growth as a person and a critic. From your beginnings, you foster ideas, and that journey of discovery, discovery of new ideas, new ways of thinking, is almost as important as the destination. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, you haven't deleted your earlier blogs, have you? No, 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 no. Have it saved anyway. 
so there you go. My posts, huh? Well, it's in the RSS reader. So yeah, that's true, isn't it? And that's that's really helpful, actually. Other cases where blogs haven't been archived. I was just recently, from my um, PhD research, trying to find the Level Up, the Cross Level Up blog. And some, I got some of those. Yeah, apparently none of that was saved by Newsweek. Like, I was getting in touch with them. And... The Surf Girl Meets Star Wars. Yeah, Wars too, that you yeah. didn't. It kind of segues nicely into my next point, which is another thing you mentioned about how comments in a post I can't find at the moment, is that most of the discussion from a lot of these blogs, my blog is not dead, by the way, <laughs> and has moved it. into Twitter. <laughs> has moved into Twitter and onto Facebook and into other channels. But the problem with that is, in the case of Level Up and Surfer Girl Meets Star Wars, is the ephemeral nature of that. I cannot find what anyone said yesterday, let alone weeks or months ago, and reference something unless the specific link has been saved somewhere. Blog posts, forget even using the game search engine, my RSS reader, even Google can help me find something somebody wrote so much faster, and then I can read the discussion from the original blog post. That's why yeah, I would disagree so with Ben's stance about lack of comments encouraging a different way of engaging with blog posts. Because I think that the strength of comments is that they collect all of that in the one place, right there at the bottom of the blog post. I mean, it's, yeah, it's one no, thing to say, no, okay, people can, people can respond in a blog post, but how do other people who want to engage with that blog post find that? Well, all right, so you said that the comments bring like everyone who wants to respond to that all into one place, and that's not true at all. A lot of people don't bother posting in comment threads anymore. They'll just post on Twitter or they'll just post on their own blog. Like, so that's already, already that fracturing is going to happen. Why not acknowledge it? But you're including the possibility of commenting. I think it's being disingenuous because, especially on the bigger sites, Brainy Gamer, The Border House, they have long, long comment discussions. And yes, some of it will be on Twitter, but at least you have the comments. A lot of the Twitter and Facebook and ephemeral discussions are going to be rehashings of what is said in the comments. But I don't think you can, I don't think you can say that. Right that's there. a massive generalization. That's a huge assumption. Unless you can say, and you've seen all the other quote-unquote ephemeral discussions that happened elsewhere, how do you know that they're just rehashings? Like, I mean, you're just... Exactly! I can't find them! I couldn't find them if I tried! What? That's what makes them ephemeral, is that they're so difficult to find the next day. But, yeah, that's, but that's so, a separate... Like, what I'm saying is that you're assuming that just because you've got a comment thread, it's now less... Yeah, so you assumed in your question earlier, like... I will admit it may have been somewhat leading. How would you have asked it? Well, well, so what was your actual question? It was like... I can't remember now. I've totally lost it. But it was like, comment threads, they get everyone in the one place. It keeps the debate and then the tweet into a sewer. Yeah, well, it keeps some of the discussion and debate together. It doesn't keep all of it. Isn't some better than none? Maybe, maybe not. Like, I here's mean, if, if you... Yeah, here's the thing. I mean, uh, yes, it keeps the discussion there, but, you know, comments themselves on blogs are ephemeral. They're RSS readers, you know, like, if you're using an RSS feed, you'll never see the comments. And furthermore, if, uh, if the site goes offline, uh, you might get a, you know, you might have the, uh, the original post archived because a lot of sites do it, but the comments never get archived. So that's another issue. I, I can think of a few websites like, say, Fidget.com, you know, uh, it's got a lot of yeah. Tom Chicks mm-hmm. posts, and it's going offline, from what I know, if it's not already, I haven't checked, but, uh, like, the posts, I'm sure they'll be archived somewhere in somebody's RSS feed, or maybe they'll yeah. just be there, but the comments... Ins- or Google. Or Google, yeah, but the comments themselves will be unavailable, you know, there's no way to track back the comments, like, if you have a blog post that refers to one of Tom Chick's uh, articles, then that site may still be online. And so you can see, okay, this is proof that Tom Chick wrote about something in Newsweek, for example. And that, that blog post is basically, you know, an archive of events. Whereas if it's a, it's a comment, you won't remember it. And due to the ephemeral nature of comments themselves, I don't think people even remember where they post their comments. Like I, I posted comments on Gwynny Gamer's stuff, some of which were long extended comments, but I can't even remember which article, you know, it was for because, you know, due to the ephemeral nature of comments, you know, and the way it's just a discussion. Like, I can't remember every single thread I've posted on Reddit, and, you know, I can't remember these things. Whereas if I wrote a blog post or even a Tumblr post, I'd be able to remember, oh, yeah, I remember that long thing I posted as a response or something, and I'd be able to link to it to other people in the future. 
So, you know, the idea that comments keep everything in one place, maybe they do, but only for the time being, only while the blog is still fresh. But after that, you don't even, people don't even remember that they posted on that blog at all. I'm sure okay, I have well, like a two- Okay, well, okay, for starters, isn't it better that they're there for some time than no time? And secondly, it seems like a lot of the criticisms that you have of comments are more of an argument for improving the way comments are handled rather than getting rid of them entirely. Perhaps. Yeah, I guess I guess it is in a way. But I mean, the thing about comments, though, is that there's such I mean, people in general, and I, I mean, I can't speak for other people. But like, what I notice is that people in general tend to treat it as a throwaway thing, they will say stuff like first, or, you know, whatever. And uh, not everybody treats it with the same gravity as they would a blog post. If they if they're writing a blog post, I notice that people will actually put some thought into what they're saying and they'll, you know, put some effort into making it so that their blog post is worth reading by itself. Whereas if it's a comment... But that's also generalizing about the nature of comments. I mean, not all comments are like that. Many of the comments are like... I think it also depends on where you comment. Some sites, yeah, I wouldn't bother. It just isn't worth it. But on sites like The Border House or Brainy Gamer, I will put serious thought into what I am writing and it won't be as long as a blog post but I will put thought into my opinion and reread it and make sure it says what I mean. Because of the moderation of the Borderhouse, it makes me very aware of what I'm saying and the words I'm using because I want to make sure what I'm saying is actually what I mean. And maybe it's that heavy type of moderation that forces people to think. If every person who wrote something just read it back to themselves, comment threads would be half quarter as long as they are. Yeah, that's like the YouTube uh, joke by XKCD, you know, where he wanted to... (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, he wanted to make uh, any YouTube comment speak back to the person who wrote it so they'd be aware of what they were actually saying before it got posted and basically embarrass Yeah, see, I'm all in favor of moderation like that. I'm all in favor of moderation like that. I mean, I moderate comments on my blog. I don't want people linking to, you know, buy discount watches and whatnot. But I think that we're, like, one of the things is I want to make the distinction here between problems with comments and reasons not to have comments. See, a lot of the things that Ian has said are criticisms of the way comments are handled, saying that comments are insufficient, yeah. that they don't do the job that they they should be doing well enough. I would say that that's not necessarily an argument against having comments at all. Well, the, question, the next question, when are comments appropriate? Well, sorry, can I, if I could um, try and answer uh, Adrian's point just before we move on. So one of the things I wanted to bring up is probably maybe more of an answer for Adrian about like why, so yeah, it's less of an argument about why comments don't work and why we shouldn't use them for that. And just more of an argument for not having comments at all because it's about the, just about the nature of commenting, I guess. Sure. Anyway, so John, I don't know if you guys know John Gruber of the Daring Fireball blog. He's like a Mac blogger. Yeah, um, I know him. And, yeah, well, so his post, his blog totally doesn't have any comments on it at all. And so the reason for it, he's said, and it's pretty much the same reason that um, I sort of came to the conclusion when I started my new blog. I'll just read it. It's like a couple paragraphs. I think this is taken from a podcast that he spoke in and someone else has transcribed it. He said, I wanted to write a site for someone it's meant for. That reader I write for is a second version of me. I'm writing for him. He's interested in the exact same things I'm interested in. He reads the exact same websites I read. I want him to like this website so much that he reads it from top to bottom and he reads everything, every single word, the copyright statement, what software I use. He's read it all. If I turn comments on, that goes away. It's not that I don't like sites with comments on. But what you read a site, sorry, but when you read a site with comments, it automatically puts you, the reader, in a defensive mode where you're saying, what's good in this comment thread? What can I skim? It's totally egotistical. I want Daring Fireball to be a site where you can't skim if you're in the target audience for it. You say, oh, a new article from John. I need to read it. And your deadlines go whizzing by because you have to read what, you, what I wrote. If I turn comments on, I feel like it's two different directions. You get to the end of my article and you're like, let's see if there's anything interesting. Let's see if there's any names I know. That's really it. Sometimes a design decision is what you don't put in as opposed to what you put in. And that aspect of controlling and tailoring the space of my blog is exactly the same as, yeah, exactly the same thinking behind why I turned comments off. Because I just wanted, I just wanted to be able to control it all and to be able to absolutely ensure that my perfect reader, which is basically, you know, a reflection of myself, if that's a Does your perfect reader exist? Whatever. Does your perfect reader exist? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it exists or not. Why? I'm, I'm, I'm writing for 
the person I'm imagining. If they don't exist, I'm still writing the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah but if you're writing for a target reader who doesn't exist, what's the point? Well, I thought we sure, agreed earlier that often the point was the journey, not the destination. How I arrive at it is more important than where I actually arrive, surely. I think I, I understand... Maybe. I, oh, sorry. Uh, I think I understand what Gruber's talking about, because, like, um, this week in video game blogging, for example, if it were to have comments, I, I'm guessing that most people would actually just scroll to the bottom, to the comment section, and see which of the uh, the links were worth reading, you know, which of them were worth talking about, and then they ignore everything else. That would defeat the purpose of uh, This Week in Video Game Blogging, because people would come in for the comments rather than the article itself, and that would really kind of suck. Frankly well, speaking. I think that's I think that's mm-hmm. making a lot of assumptions about your reader, and I think that's, I think that's kind of true about Ben's position as well. There's a lot of assumptions being made about the nature of your reader, and the nature of your potential. Yeah, absolutely. Comments. I've said what those assumptions are too. I said that, that my reader is um, ideally as close to me as possible, like a reflection of me. Well, yeah. I mean, the argument that I would make there is that you can't really make assumptions about your readers. Your blog is going to get read by people who have you can't or you should no relation. Well, you can, but they're useless. You can make assumptions about the nature of your readers, but they're probably useless because right, people are so... going to read it regardless of what your assumptions are. Yeah. And like, and what's what's the problem with that? I mean, if, if well, my assumptions are only for my sake anyway, then what does it matter? Like, if it's only helping me to Well, write if your writing I is only for your sake, then. what's the point of posting it publicly? That's the question. See, that's the thing. It's like, if you're writing for well, you, it does, yeah. what's the point yeah, of posting yeah, okay. it publicly? Well, I guess the point of it is that... The point of it is whatever anyone takes away from it. Like, I've, I've always said, no one ever has to read any of my stuff. It's like, like I said to Justin in the... In the uh, Justin Cavern in the... Twitter comment we had the other day. It's an honor to be read. And yeah, like that's that's all I can say really. Like you don't have to read me. If you don't get anything out of it, that's fine. Don't uh Sure, don't but I think we're getting it. away from the comments issue here. I'm not sure what the relationship is between it's an honor to be read and no comments. What's the connection there? Well, it was my I'm just explaining the part of, yeah, so the connection lies in that construction of the space. I'm making a space for my ideal reader which as we've said is like me and my ideal reader isn't going to have anything or not isn't going to have your anything ideal to add reader but won't have anything to say your maybe, ideal reader won't maybe. have anything to contribute to the discussion yeah i'm okay that with seems, that if that's true that then, seems yeah. like making a huge assumption about your readers and no 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 i'm making well, a huge assumption about my ideal reader i'm generous about your readers well no 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 you're ideal reader what is the point of the ideal reader? The point of the ideal reader is to help me write in the way that I want to write or in this particular way. And if my ideal, non-ideal readers are here and they want to comment, well, I'm sorry, but it's just too You're bad. You're not interested in my, what my they ideal have to reader. Say. No, that's not what I'm saying. I am interested in what they have to say, but I don't want them to comment. I want them to have something to say and communicate it to me some other way, via email, maybe, or via Twitter, or even better yet, via blog post of their own. All right, well, this is where I have a major disagreement with you. I disagree with the idea that disabling comments encourages them to engage with you in some other way. I think that you're essentially what you're doing by disabling comments is making it harder for them to engage with what you say. Come on. May, Seriously? If, if I may say something here, I was checking the RSS reader here because at the end of the last year, Ben, you wrote a post, rhetorical questions about persuasive writing in game. You linked to one post brought around this thought process, and I remember there were at least two or three responses to your blog post that made their own blog posts. One, I believe, Adrian was on your site, if yeah, I yeah. remember correctly. I posted that. And I don't have a clue who wrote the other two. I probably never, well, not never, it would take me a long time to find them. I don't have a direct line to that communication post between blogs, especially without trackbacks that would help facilitate it. Yeah. Well, to the original yeah, sure. thing, but most people would link back to the original thing, but I don't have any way to find the responses. Well, well I want to post I the see... trackbacks, but again, there's like that aesthetic that I want to maintain. That's re- like really important to me, and I think that... I think you may be putting aesthetics above utility here. Yeah, yeah, I am. I totally am. I mean, and what's wrong with that? Like, I mean, it's just a choice, right? Like, there's nothing implicitly... I mean, it's just, it's I think, just a uh, sign of a, a different focus and a different attitude. That's all I have. I have a different attitude to my blog. I want it to be a beautiful place.
and yet it's black with white text. Yeah, you don't think that's yeah, beautiful? Yeah. I love it. I think it hurts my eyes. Yeah, that's pity. <laughs> no, but what you're saying about your blog and your assumptions is because you have a totally different way of thinking things through. I think things very, very long posts, and I hope to God they get comments because most of my thinking and ideas come through debate and discussion. Yeah, so I'm the same. I've had some. I write things with the the hope that someone will engage with it and say, "Okay, I disagree with you, and here's why." I finally got a comment that was like vaguely like that on my latest blog post, and I I responded to that, and I was I was very pleased mm-hmm. to get that, even if I didn't think that, even if I didn't agree with what the comment had to say. I was I've, glad to get some I've had, kind of criticism. Yeah. Some, I've had some great discussions with Winner Response, and they will come back. I've had debates with Justin Caverne and Simon Ferrari about Beyond Good and Evil, and I'm having an ongoing debate on my latest post. And it was almost a yelling match, a very civil yelling match, when I wrote about ludonarrative dissonance. Those discussions that came from the comments are almost as valuable as the original blog post because they're just as worth reading, and it further clarifies things in the comments. Things that I didn't think needed clarifying, but apparently did. I didn't realize they did, and the discussion and debate, or at least that kind of discussion and debate, is useful. Yeah, sure. Because Absolutely. they're just and this is that's exactly why I advocate comments. That's exactly why I advocate comments because I I think that you need your work to be open to criticism essentially, and having comments on your blog is the easiest way to do that. No, uh, I, well, I, I, I disagree. Because really, right, the thing as well, right? What, what happens when someone comes in and engages with your post and dis- either disagrees with it or has some criticism or tries to point out some underlying assumption or, you know, some, some problem with it, right? What happens next? What happens it's next serious. is, well, you can respond to it. You can refine your position. You can clarify your position. You can do all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of ways that you can respond to that. And I would argue that the capacity to respond to that is what makes comments valuable. The the capacity to get comments on what you've done, on what you've produced, and then refine what you're producing. I mean, that's the whole point of criticism. Okay. Well, so to me, what it really looks like is that, and this is... This is just my my characterization of it, and obviously I'm coloured from coloured by certain experiences and having seen certain things. But it looks to me like when that sort of thing happens, someone comes in, someone disagrees, someone has a different point. The original author almost always comes back and says, "Well, no, actually, you're wrong, and because of this." And they try and defend like their original position. And to me, that's not I really don't very think that's interesting. Universal. I don't think that's universally true, and I don't think that's well. No, it's not universally true, but it is. And even that, and even even that is interesting in and of itself. Comments are a sort of review system for blog posts. Exactly. Yes. No, no, I don't really think they are. I think that they're. I think they far, can be far less useful than that. Well, they can be, but again, like they're not always. I think they are. I agree with Ben here because I agree with Ben here because I think that um, oftentimes when you have a comment system there and you say something that's you know really insightful in your blog or whatever, people. If the, the post becomes popular or if you say something provocative, people will always want to have something to say even if they have nothing to say. And that's what Absolutely. really bothers me. Yeah. In the yeah. They, they just want to get their voice out. You know, they're like the, the people in the peanut galleries uh, back in the 1800s when they had theaters. They would scream and say, you suck. You can't act. Recite that line or something. And they always just want to be heard. And the, the whole idea of comments becomes instead of you know a place for people to have discussion it becomes a place for them to to have a podium it gives them a soapbox to stand on and express their views because they don't have blogs of their own and one reason or another they feel the need to to harass people who do have blogs and that's what really bothers me about comments is that people always want to be heard and what they have to say isn't always worth hearing Absolutely. Up, again, that's a matter of moderation. Having comments does not mean you have, just, have unmoder- unmoderated comments. You can moderate your comments well, that and you also, can only just... let the actually, you know, productive yeah. or useful yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. But again, sure. with moderating comments, it again it puts the it puts the, the reader, the commenter in a position of power where they get to control 
how much time you waste moderating comments. Mm-hmm. And that's not a position that I'm, and I'm, that's not a thing I'm okay with anymore. Like I've, I've been there and I've, and I've looked at, and I'm just like at this moment in time and at this period, I do not have the time or the inclination to moderate comments. So I might as well just turn them off. Okay. Well, okay, let's, that's a fair let's, point. what about your previous blogs? Your previous blog have allowed comments. Have you yeah. not found allowing comments on those to be valuable? I don't know. Valuable is so so very loaded. Have they been interesting? Sometimes. Have they been informative? Sometimes. Um, have they also been a gigantic waste of time in in terms of like a of a argumentative yelling match? Absolutely. Have they also been a niggling in the back of my mind about like who's going to comment? Is someone going to comment? Absolutely. So with my old blog, anytime I posted, you know, I was like neurotically wondering and hoping for someone to comment and now that I've turned it off, that's totally gone. And it is, has been such a relief. I cannot stress how much of a relief that is. Just not having to worry about anyone's comments. Not having to worry about what anyone thinks about what you've, what you've written, at least in the same space as the place you've written it, is very, very liberating. And you're well, only going to once look again, at... I, um, once again, I think that's an argument for changing the way you think about what you write rather than an argument against comment. Why do you say that? Well, I think that allowing comments doesn't have to change the way that you write. I don't think it, I don't think it has to have all of those negative effects that you're complaining of. I don't think maybe that's not. In maybe not, but but maybe approaching your writing with the same detachment, knowing that like because if you've got comments there, you're always going to know, right? There's no way you yeah. can like shut off that knowledge, right? What oh, is being sure. known yeah. cannot be unknown, right? Yeah. So sure. So yeah. like it's going to be influencing it, and it, maybe it's going to be more work to try and write in that way and have comments enabled than it is to just turn them off. I mean, and, and that's kind of like, too, I'm too lazy, right? I don't want to do more work. I have <laughs> enough that are going on that I don't need more work. Yeah. Well, I, I just question the equation here. I question the trade-off of reducing your workload and reducing the pressure on your writing for the loss of comments. I, I think that comments have too much potential value to justify that. I don't know. They like, yeah, I agree. They have a hell of a lot of potential value, but then they consistently underdeliver. Like you said, how often have you actually got? I think that's a generalization, though. I think that's a generalization. Well, yeah, I it is, that's... but it, but it's a valid observation based on a, yeah, past experience. It's a, like, I mean... it's a it's a Bayesian equation, basically. I mean, seventy five percent of the time the comments are going to suck, and twenty five percent of the time they're going to be awesome. So it's a question you ask yourself: Is it worth my time to deal with seventy five percent if I only get twenty five percent awesome comments? So if your answer is yes, then you know by all means turn on comments. But if you hate it, absolutely, no. Yep. Yeah. I think it's a mixed characterization because not to hit but Adrian's Ben blogs and myself they aren't exactly big fair. We aren't a Kotaku, aren't a Gama Sutra or Game Set Watch. I get maybe one comment a week if I'm lucky. More if an active debate is going on, but a lot of it is where I just delete the spam folder. But isn't that also part of the 75%? Like that that blinking zero comments. Isn't that like doesn't that feel occasionally like a bit of a reproach like the I mean it, like obviously you can't It's no just different from having that. no comments enabled. Having no, zero No, no, it is very different. It really? is absolutely no, different. It's absolutely different though. I think it is absolutely different because that is having no comments on mine is a deliberate choice whereas having zero comments on posts you've read sorry posts you've read is dependent on the audience yeah like you you write something that's really huge and you think okay I'm really proud of this post and you leave it up for a week and then you only see one comment you're gonna think oh God, nobody cares about what I write. Yeah, you know, it's, that... it's so depressing. Exactly. So what, your argument is that if you don't know if anybody cares, you can assume that they do? Yeah, sure. And, and well, sometimes people will respond on Twitter, which makes you think, okay, some people do read it, but they don't read it enough to care to, to write a comment on my blog post. My blog post is so important that nobody responds to it. They all respond on Twitter. I mean, that's... I see some people doing that. Yeah, I, think, you know? I think that may be more of an ego problem than a comments one then. <laughs> Nice, Perhaps. nice, nice little but, but Ben, you're not the only site that precludes comments of the ones I know. The other two are Kill Screen's recent edition of online writing. They have a very sort of controlled, very pared back aesthetic as well. Like I think they're going like we're we're closer to each other than I think. But they're a magazine. Well, that's, they're that's a magazine. The 
Yeah, the argument that I make is Kill Screen's not really a blog. Kill Screen is a magazine that posts some of their magazine content online. Well, no, they call it a blog it's, now. I mean, they're it, blog content. It's, it's, it's original content. It's advertising. Yeah, it's advertising. Intellectual advertising. It's still a blog, though. <laughs> but the, <laughs> it's still a blog. The other, but the other one is Critical Distance. Yeah, but that was, that was my choice, most, mostly. And that's only most, on most the, for the This Week in Video Game blogging posts, by the way. Cut, no, it's cut off on all posts. No. Well, some of the really old ones I've turned off, but the Critical Compilation posts... Most like we start certainly with with the threads open, but we've just gotten so much spam lately that it's like no one else, no one new uh, is commenting. I'll just close it down and we'll stop the spam. So I just remember the comments on the critical compilation is that people don't stop writing about a game once those go up, and when something new comes along, we need a place where it can be easily delivered so it can be added in at possible later date. Yeah, well, I think that that um, like that would have worked if the authors and myself and the other editors were on the ball all the time paying attention but but again like i mean it's been like a year and a half two years for some of these posts and like we've gotten busy and haven't been around to update them and some of them yeah like they totally would need updating there's heaps of new stuff written about like gta 4 3, Gears, fallout. Yeah, fallout 3 Gears of War, all this sort of stuff bioshock too <clears throat> but again it, it becomes a bit of like a sisyphean task right like you update it and then you know, rolls back down the hill, and six months later... This week in video game blogging is a Sisyphusian tat. <laughs> yeah, that too. Anyway. But yeah, I mean, so that's, I also that's the aim it. that you've set for yourself. That's the task that you've set for yourself, is to catalogue all of these things. And if you're yeah, cataloguing something that never ends, obviously that's going to happen. Yeah, fair enough. And, and I, think, I, like I, I think it'd that. be easier if we're paid for them to put that in. Sorry? You never know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, hey, I get paid in GDC passes, but maybe. Um, no. But I also wanted to add, you know, um, you know, Lee Alexander, she's completely turned off comments on her blog. Yeah, but her blog is a very particular case. I mean, she's got particular circumstances that don't apply to your blog, i.e. that she's a woman writing about games and writes stuff on Gamasutra and has experienced... Comments on Gamma Sutra for, for a woman writing about game, and I mean, I don't think we really even need to go into why that's an issue, you know? Yeah, I know, but like the same. So the underlying principle behind that—that that whole "I don't want to have to care about your sexist, racist comment, whatever"—why doesn't that apply to me? Why don't I get to exactly? Because you don't have the traffic, you don't have the visibility. I think his uh, Ben's argument is correct, though. I mean, it's the same, even if the circumstances are slightly different. The underlying, the core underlining thing is that he doesn't want to deal with the peanut gallery, just as Lee Alexander does not want to deal. with the peanut gallery who post sexist comments. So, yeah. I mean, that, I, I think the I think the circumstances is like fundamental to whether it's justified. What do you think? Like, so, 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 how much of your response, Adrian, is the reaction to feeling like you've been lumped in with the peanut gallery? I mean, let's be honest. Are you just arguing because you don't get to comment on my blog post, or are you arguing for everyone to get to comment on my blogs? Well, I'm arguing that you're saying that you don't have comments because one of, one of your key reasons is that you don't have comments because you want to encourage people to engage with what you say in other ways. And I think that is misguided. I think that is misguided because I don't think it does encourage people to engage with your posts in other ways. I think that what it encourages is for people to not engage with them at all. Fair enough. Maybe it's a filter. It's a filter, you know, where it encourages people who, who have something intelligent to say to respond in other manners, it matters, you know, through their blog posts or through Twitter, and it discourages the peanut gallery from ever speaking to anyone ever. Well, yes, but the barriers, the barriers are much larger than that. That's what I'm saying. Is the barriers are much larger than? Do you no, have I think you. I think you're exaggerating barriers. Well. Think also. I think there can also be a middle ground. Sometimes I have something to say to make a particular point, but isn't long enough or worthy enough to be a blog post by itself, but it is enough to be a well-thought-out comment. Yeah, yeah where do those I don't go? know. I don't think that, well, just post it. I mean, why Why can't I just make that a blog post? What's because not everybody, a Tumblr. Well, okay, for starters, not Tumblr. For a second, not everybody has a blog. <laughs> not everybody has a blog that they want to use for general it stuff. Is, I it mean, is trivially, my, my blog trivially is... easy to get one. It really is. Well, that doesn't mean that people should have to go to the trouble just to respond to what you've said. 
Well, well hang on a minute. Why are you privileging the commenters over the author? Why are you privileging the author over the commenters? Because, because the author is me. I wrote author it. Is, like, it's my yeah. face. I can do with it what I want. They are coming into yeah, my blog. They're trouble. coming to my house. They can obey by my blog rules. God. Why? I think it's like, what what it so because it's mine. <laughs> yes, I'm a blog fascist. Go right once, ahead. Once, once you put it out there, it's not yours anymore. That's the point that I would make. Once you make the post, it's not yours anymore. You put it out there, it's not yours. It's your well, readers. Only, only in the... I disagree with that because anything you create exactly. is suddenly yours. Exactly. That, no, that is the point I would make. Anything that you create is no longer yours. It's out there. People can well, do with nothing, it what they want. Okay. People can say about with Mar- So you agree with Burke, sir? How can you well, say that? Because nothing will be anywhere. Like a comment, as soon as they put a comment out there, it's nobody's. Yep. It's not theirs anymore. It's just nobody's. That, that doesn't They've make made any it. sense. I believe it's the Hang on, hang on. Let me say, okay, I don't mean like they didn't make the comment. I mean like it's not up to them how it's received. Absolutely. It's not up to them how it's received. It's not up to them what other people do with it. But it is up to me whether or not I let people tell me how they received it in the exact same space as I've posted it. Like they can tell me anywhere else on the net, just not right there, not right next to it. But will you see it? Yeah, Why? will you see it? Will, other, will you see it? Will you see it? Will other people who want to engage with what you're saying see it? Maybe, maybe not. Like, but why does that have to come into it? It's my choice. It's my right. Explain why you're choosing to exercise it. Because I want to be different. I don't know. I've told you all the other reasons. Because of the comments. Because of the aesthetic. Because I don't believe that it's worth the effort. Like all these other reasons. And then you're still saying that doesn't explain why I've chosen to do it. Because just I don't like, disagree with any of the reasons the first, that you say. Yeah? I don't. I don't agree with any of the reasons that you've stated. I don't think that you've just... Well, that's why you, you don't have to agree with my reasons, but they are still, like, valid reasons. Well, I disagree with that. I disagree what, with those reasons. In what, in what way do you believe Ben's reasons don't justify his action? Okay, well, for starters, I don't think that the... What, what essentially Ben's characterizing is the cost of comments. I don't think that justifies the loss of them. I don't think that justifies the loss of the potential that comments have. I don't well, think the argument that comments are generally useless is true. I don't think that the, you know, the pressure on Ben's writing style is sufficient to justify it either. I don't think that Ben has the traffic or the public visibility to, to justify the Lee Alexander or Gama Sutra position. I don't think that's, I don't think those special circumstances are what makes it fine. I don't, I don't think those special circumstances apply. I don't think that disabling comments encourages responses in other ways. I think all it does is introduces barriers. And I think those barriers prevent what could be a useful debate about some of the things that Ben posed. So you're basically yeah, arguing that it's 25%. I'm arguing that it's more than 25%. Okay. And so it depends where. Right. Like, if you go to Kotaku, it's probably less than 10%. It's going to be yeah. less. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. At, at GameSense Watch, it's going to be even. And on our blogs, it's probably closer to 90. Yeah, that, that's Maybe. what I'm saying. I'm saying that these things are more contextual than you're allowing for. I think uh, you're making a, I think you're you're adopting a position based on a general principle that's not necessarily applicable in the specific contents context that we're talking about. So you've decided based on whatever insight and knowledge you have that my situation, my context, I've taken the wrong decision. Hey, isn't that the same on, thing that you've based done? On your knowledge. Isn't that the same thing that you've done? Haven't you decided uh, the same thing based on your knowledge? Yeah, but it's I've decided for me based on my knowledge. I haven't decided what you should do on your comments, on your blog. I mean, that's quite quite different, right? Well, you're, you are making a generalizable argument. You're making the argument that comments are in general not worthwhile. You're making that, you're, essentially you're making the argument that anybody who allows comments is in some way foolish. No, I think you're. I think you're taking it a lot too personally. I all I'm saying in mine is that in my instance, in my case, and in certain other cases, I can totally see and empathise with, like Lee Alexander. Then, yeah, like I don't think that it is worth the trade-off. Other other time, and I have said, I have said this before. In other cases, it totally is worth it. Michael Abbott's blog, totally worth it. The Border House, totally worth it. But for me, me and my house, it's probably not. 
So that's what I'm going with. Okay, but the argument I would make in consequence to that is, don't you think that devalues your blog? No, no, I don't. Allow, I don't. The fact that, that you don't allow comments, don't you think it devalues what no. you say? No, I actually feel that it adds criticism. value. I actually think that, it, that all those, those things that I've already mentioned, controlling the aesthetic, managing absolutely 100% of the blog, I think that actually adds value more than it detracts. Um, I mean, feel, feel free to disagree with me. Feel free to disagree with yeah, me. I do. But I'm just saying I do. what I do. I, I think well, great. That's, I think that's <laughs> excessively controlling. I think that's great. excessively controlling. I'm really glad you have this opinion, but I don't have it. I don't share it. So <laughs> yeah, but you're refusing you. to engage with my my opinion. Do you no, disagree? No, that's not what I'm like doing. I'm having, I have totally engaged. I haven't been engaged with your opinion for the last hour, and I keep telling you like why. But what else do I have to say, man? Like this is what I think, and look, I've, nothing I've responded said, to the, I've responded to the things that you've said. I have outlined my specific problems with the things that you've said. You yeah. don't seem to be responding terribly well to the things that I've the issues that I've had with your eyes. Yeah, but I it's not enough to say why. Okay. It's not enough okay. to say I disagree. You say why. Explain. Okay, one example. You say that in our specific context, whatever, I take that to mean, right? Comments are worth it because the ratio of worth to not worth is more like 90% worthwhile, 10% unworthwhile. Yeah, Well, I'd Correct? say it's not 5%. I'd say it's probably greater than 50%. I'd okay. say it's so sufficient. On balance, to make it on balance in our context... The benefits of comments outweighs are, their... Are sufficient to make them worthwhile, yes. Yeah, okay. Well, in my experience of having a blog, and I've been blogging since late 2007, what is that now, like three years, it's not, all right? And can't you just trust me that, like, that's not me lying? Like, that's literally my, I'm in not, my experience. I'm not saying that in you're lying. I think, think you're misguided about it. I think you're misjudging it. Right. Go ahead and think I'm misguided, but that's like my legitimate and my valid experience. Why are you trying to devalue my experience? That's been my experience. Because I don't think the fact that you have an opinion gives your opinion value. What? Because I don't think that the fact that you have an opinion gives your opinion value. I think that you are misjudging the circumstances. I think that you have no evidence for your judgment of the circumstances. Dude, I just told you, evidence is like three years of blogging. I've, I've like, do you want me to, do I have to load up blog posts and like show you? Please don't. Yeah, like, I just, I'm here. I'm not shortcutting. Like, all right, 2008 on my blog, I wrote 55 blog posts. I think the first comment I got was maybe in, in June, maybe. I'd have to open them all up. It's not worth the time, right? But can you just trust me? But this is like, this is, I'm not making this up, right? Like, it hasn't been worthwhile. Why do you keep disagreeing with me on that? Like, like that's just what I found. Because I think that the principle, look, because I think that the principle of allowing comments is more important. To be honest, I think the principle of allowing comments is more important. I think that allowing the potential is more important than whatever trouble it causes. We've already had this discussion. Why can't you accept that it's like, like this has just been my experience and that if that's been my experience, then that's fine. Like I think you're misjudging your, your experience. Ah, okay. <laughs> that's, that's, tell me. Tell me I'm misjudging my experience. Like, I think you're misjudging your experience, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I, I, I think that, that I think that you're un, that you're undervaluing the comments that you've received previously on your blog. All right, but I'll let our I audience. Mean, haven't decide. haven't you say haven't you already said that you found many of the comments that you've received valuable? No, I didn't say that at all. I said some of that was me. Majority was me. of them have not been completely valuable. Well, you said the vast majority of them had not been, but you said that some of them had been. Yeah, but on balance, yeah. it hasn't worth it, right? Like, come on, man. Are you seriously trying to tell me that our, like, you are going to be able to judge from my experience better than I am? Is that seriously? No, I think what Ben is saying here is that he's allowing his experience to color his decisions right now and that it's his right to do so. Well, I think it's his right to do so, but I think it's a little silly. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you accepted that. That's that's all. I'm happy. So, I, just feel uh, like, so I think I feel like you're ridiculing my positioning. I'm not really. I'm, no, I'm, I'm sure not, like. not ridiculing position at all. I'm ridiculing your dogmatic insistence on um, telling me that my experience. <laughs> and I'm been object. Wrong. I'm objecting to your dogmatic position that comments are not worthwhile. It's not dogmatic though. I'm like I've got a basis in experience and in I'd like to think reality that it hasn't been worthwhile. And I'd, I'd demonstrate it. I'd show it to you, but we don't really have the time. And I don't think our audience would be interested either. I think it'd be a bit boring, a bit tedious. I think they'd be interested in the next question that Eric wants to ask. No, no, no. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> we maybe take a break at this point. I really need to use the bathroom. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, go. Go. All right, I'll be back in a minute. Okay, I'm back. Okay, Adrian requested two minutes to respond, and then we move on. Yeah, great. Go ahead. Okay, so I don't think I've represented my position terribly well. I think I think I have let the, the heated debate get to me a little bit. I, I would just say that when I say that I think you're misjudging the situation, what I mean by that is that I think that you are firstly undervaluing comments and the potential of comments. And secondly, that I think you're letting the negative comments and, well, the negative aspects of comments get to you a little too much. That's all. Yeah, that's that's my clarification. Now, this has all been on our personal experiences, and you, Ben, didn't think we could get a whole podcast out of that. We were discussing this debate, and we should focus on the comments on the bigger sites, the big league community-driven sites. Where do you think comments are appropriate there, or can they be? Yeah, well, look, I um, I think I already mentioned it earlier with, um, with regard to Michael Abbott's blog and the Borderhouse blog, yeah, if you've got the time to and the inclination and the effort to moderate comments and ensure that they are worthwhile, then by all means. I mean, I've never, I've never advocated everyone turning them all off. Just that's, uh, I think people have read that in, or if people have read that in into my position, then that's, uh, that's a big mistake because I've never advocated that. Well, I, I, would, I would, I would say that uh, I, I think that. In a sense, I have a bit of a reverse of your position here because I think that the more well-trafficked and particularly the less well-moderated a site is, the more worthless its <clears throat> comments are. Kotaku yeah. comments, for example. Gamma yeah. Sutra comments tend to be incredibly hostile to... Well, what I might well, what we might call more humanist approaches to video games, particularly. <clears throat> well, they're hostile to anything. Here's the latest news to a game coming out. It's oh my god. Yeah. But then, in general, but if you're old- not a white male engineer, you're going to get hostility from Gama Sutra. But Ben, then there's Kotaku Australia. is run by Mike Sorrell, I believe. Excuse me. Yes, yes. Is he? And they have interesting comments where it's unusual. Absolutely. Yeah. But what, like, does anybody have any idea what led to that in particular? The... Because uh, as we as we all know, Kotaku comments in, in general are worthwhile. They're not worth reading. Yeah. Well, it's not the main Kotaku. It's it's the Australian one. As far as I can tell, you have to go there directly or have an Australian ISP to get there. I only see the posts through Twitter, if I'm wrong. Tell me. Oh, you're uh, right. No, I think, I think you're right. Yeah, well, so uh, I think you asked, like, why? Why is it set up that way? Well, um... I don't know how much I'm allowed to disclose, but because I um, I was quite good friends, I am quite good friends with David Wilder, who's the former editor. But certainly the business structure is that Kotaku Australia is an entirely separate entity from the US Kotaku. So basically they have control entirely over the Australian site, what content gets posted, and they basically they just pay to syndicate the US Kotaku's content as well, and they make their own as well. Um, and so they have a person okay, so, who moderates comments as well, and it's their job basically. So it is to, moderated. So those comments on Kotaku AU are moderated. Yes, and I think it's it's a, a joint effort perhaps between Mark, Mark Sales and um, maybe Ellie Hart as well, who's like an editor behind the scenes a bit, maybe Seamus Boone, but I'm not, I'm not sure on that, so don't quote me. That brings up another point. How far should moderation go on certain sites? But I really think that's up to the site. <laughs> like the moderator. I mean, it depends on what kind of community they want to create in their comment. I mean, you look at something like Rock Pepper Shotgun is is an example that I love because it's it's a site that is, you know, it's a it's a generalist news site about PC gaming, but it has comment threads that are so frequently worth reading that yeah, it absolutely. amazes I agree. such a public agree. and widely read site can be that way, you know. Yeah, and they've commented about that fact. They're like, we work our butts off to make to make sure that RPS yeah. comment threads are worth reading, and they spend ages, I'm sure, going through reading and moderating. I mean, that's fine for them because they they sort of some of them anyway work full time. Like they've put the effort in, and obviously it shows. But if there are people out there who don't have the time for that, like I mean, I I struggle to find fault with anyone who can't put in the time to do that sort of thing. So, well, see, that kind of moderation is, to me, if that kind of moderation can produce comments that are worth reading, I think that it's worth the effort. And I think RPS is a good well, Yeah, sure, but you're, you're assuming that someone can even put the effort in. Like, I mean, a lot of people just don't have the time to do that. So it's sort it's of impossible. It's a full-time yeah. job for them. 
I for side for like Robin Program is. For a site like that, yes, yeah. absolutely. I think like, that that's one of the reasons why a lot of the larger sites like the main Kotaku site and like Gamasutra and that sort of thing, they, why they don't have that sort of level of moderation. Um, but I think, I mean, this is the thing, it's like, I don't want to get back into the, the debate before, but I mean, on a smaller personal blog, I think that sort of task is rarely going to approach the gigantic yeah. proportions of Ingram But Program again, Program. there are real differences in scale too. So like, the difference in worth between, say, one or two comments versus a thread full of, like, a hundred is just gigantic, you know? Like, by the time Absolutely. a thread yeah. that long, it can be on all sorts of tangents. It can have touched on a lot of really important issues on the way, and it can be really valuable. But in two comments, yeah, it's Probably not really not. the same. Yeah, and also, like you mentioned earlier, if you see zero comments, it's going to bruise your ego, basically, and you might not feel inclined <laughs> to blog anymore if you think nobody's reading it, right? Well, yeah, again, like I said, I think I think that, that to an extent that's letting the negative aspects of comments get to you a little. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe sure. it is. All right, so I'm I, I'm still actually interested in this idea, this idea that there are Kotaku comments that are worth reading. I think that's a very interesting uh, concept. Um, <laughs> is it because like it's an oxymoron or something? Or <laughs> well, it, it's, it does seem oh, like I a, a. I don't know if reading is absolute. Since comments are are such a cesspool, but I do. I'm such a masochist when it comes to them. I can't help myself. I cry out loud. I read YouTube comments. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You know, here's, here's an interesting argument that, uh, that I've seen, you know, sprout out certain mainstream news websites in that the idea is that comments generally suck if they're anonymous. It goes back to the Penny Arcade comic, you know, the one in 2004. Yeah, yeah. Talk. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anonymity plus audience equals what? So, Here's the thing. What these mainstream news websites do is they force users to actually use their real names. And, uh, but it's a I, trivial. I it's a trivial identity. It's a it's a really trivial identity. It's like log in with your yeah. Gmail address that you made five seconds ago. It's. I don't think the lack of anonymity enough is enough to make those uh, comments worthwhile, especially because it's not a it's not a persistent um, identity. It's mm-hmm. you can you can be an you can be anonymous for this comment and not anonymous for the next one and anonymous for the one after. You know. I, th- I think we've proved removing anonymity does nothing with, with last year's blizzard fiasco. Sure, yes. and that's that's why well, I think moderation. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that was the takeaway from that situation. It was more that it's problematic to remove anonymity in quite a lot of circumstances, particularly for people. Of... Yeah, that was the major takeaway. The minor takeaway was that it would change nothing. Well, I don't yeah. know. I, think, I don't think that. that was, I don't know about I don't that. Yeah, that yeah, like because I mean that's Blizzard, and World of Warcraft has been up for I don't know seven years or something, and it's got set base of users and to take away their anonymity it's kind of weird but if you're if you have a new website or even if you don't have a new website and you're running an old website taking away the anonymity will force people to be more uh you know to claim ownership of their comments instead of treating it as a as an anonymous thing so i believe it was boston.com i might be mistaken they they made it so that people had to register their names and so on and what happened was it basically got rid of all the youtube like comments and it increased the persistence uh, between the users themselves and the writers because the writers became familiar to the users. Like they would always use the same username or the same, you know, their real names and stuff. And they would basically claim ownership of their comments. And that's what made their comments a lot more valuable than, you know, the the generic anonymous comment that you usually see on uh, news websites. Like if you go to Fox News and you look at the comments, it's just full of caps locks and Obama's Hitler or something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, do you know anything about how they enforce that sort of persistence of identity? Because to me, that's that's one of the key things about that. Is like mm-hmm. identity is is meaningless if it's not persistent in that context. Right. So, I how believe, do they do that? Uh, they have moderators for it. They, the moderators go through the emails and they check to see if it's a throwaway email, so they don't allow you know like a Gmail blah 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 to Gmail It has to be like an actual address. Sure, yeah. And yeah, so I mean, it's not a hundred percent enforced, but. It's enforced enough that that enough um, you know real users actually use it for the purpose that it's meant for, and trolls do get banned. So that way, people can't just post their nonsense on it. It has to be a genuine comment, and that improves the quality of the discussion. Because and what it also does is that it makes the readers a lot more part of the community. You know, of, of Boston.com, they're not just people who are commenting there, who are dropping by to just leave a thing and then 
go away and never read the set again. They actually come back to see what other people are responding to them. And that brings traffic, return traffic back to Boston.com. And that's a, that's a good thing because right now, you know, all these mainstream yeah. websites are just suffering from a deficit of traffic. So this really helps. There's, there's a lot of benefits to it, to removing anonymity. So it's not just, you know, quality. It's also creating community. And to an extent, I guess, but that's not, it's not just that. about. But it's not just about remo- removal of anonymity. It's also about moderation. I mean, you're talking about like yeah. the, the biggest part of that is mo- the moderation there. The moderation is uh, the biggest part, pretty much. Because, I mean, if you look at Kotaku, because they, they didn't have time on the main site to have moderators. What they did was they created the start system where people can basically promote each other's comments. And for a while, you know, that was working. But then after a while, you had commenters who were start who were promoting stuff that was antithetical to what the author wanted to see. And then as a result, you know, they... Kotaku started banning people and that got people really pissed off. So Kotaku, the main website, doesn't really work as a commenting system because the system that it's using, it's supposed to be democratic, but the moderators themselves are opposed to the system. So that's a bit of a mess there. (laughs) I think you should either go with one or the other. You can't go with both. You can't be banning people for expressing their views if those views to democratically promote it, right? And that's what Kotaku is doing and that's a mistake. Whereas if you go to Gamasutra, I don't know if they really moderate their comments, but they don't have a system like that. So if your comment does get moderated, you know, that's too bad because you can't really argue with, with it because there's no system in place to make sure that your, your comment is promoted or anything like that. There's, there's no start system. So, I actually, so a, lot of, a lot of this seems to go back to the culture around the site. I mean, a lot yeah. of this, like you're talking about, like you're talking about Blizzard with World of Warcraft having an established culture over like, what is it, like six, seven years that the, the game's been running. You're talking about like Kotaku having an established culture that promotes things that possibly shouldn't be promoted. And I think you yeah. see the same sort of thing around a site like Brainy Gamma. And, of, yeah. of course, around Rock, Paper, Shotgun. So a lot of it does seem to go back to, yeah, the, the culture around the site. It's a culture, yeah. Like, I mean, Kotaku Australia, you compare the comments there to Kotaku US, I think the difference is like night and day. You know, you've got actual discussion in one, and on the other, it's just trolling. So, yeah, it, it does go back to the culture. And, okay, so, I mean, Rock, Paper, Shotgun is an example of, like, they've worked very hard to create that kind of culture. I'm wondering if perhaps there are, well, you know, I think it's worth considering whether there are less sort of work-intensive ways to create that kind of culture. Kotaku's promotion system would be an example of an attempt at it, but it obviously didn't work, so... It's back to moderation. There has to be a way, though, because, I mean, imagine running a website like Rock, Paper, Shotgun is going to be a Sisyphean task, right? Because the moment well, you stop you, moderating you the comments... Yeah, I mean, the moment you stop moderating the comments, it's going to go to hell, right? So they have to keep doing this every single day, and that's a, that can be a problem for, you know, a person who, who just wants to write about stuff. And Well, one which, of the things that um, Rock, Paper, Shotgun have done recently is they've um, forced everyone who wants to comment to have to register on the site and then log in. So to obviously get through, like, a capture or something. And then I guess what it means as well is that if, if uh, spammers do get through and if, if people, trolls, do get, get in and register and they keep posting, then they can be banned pretty quickly. So registering, yeah. I guess, is an option too. Yeah, it's a, a filter so to speak, uh, for comments. So, I mean, they just have to keep adding more filters. I mean, that, that's the only way to, to make their task easier. But beyond that, I mean, I, I don't really see a solution to how to manage comments. Like, I mean, if you go to CNN, there's just no way, right? There's mm, <laughs> no way anybody yeah. can monitor those comments. Yeah. And that's the reason why you look at it. Even if it is moderated, it's like so full of crap there, you know, and you don't really want to read it. And yeah. and that's the worry sites, about big websites. Sites that get that big, yeah, sites that get that, get that big, it's kind of pointless than really even having comments mainstream news sites stuff like that it's completely pointless than having comments they get so much traffic they get so many comments it's impossible for them to moderate it and the lack of moderation creates this utterly toxic environment in the comment yeah you know they might they really might as well not have them at all it doesn't add anything to the discuss that's one of the biggest problems that blizzard faced i mean when they decided to add a real id thing that was partially because they were tired of having to deal with the comments they hire hundreds of moderators just to work in the forums and you know that's a huge budget for for blizzard to spend on forum moderation itself especially when most of the comments are complete crap or you know complaining about nonsense so 
It's hard for them, basically. Well, like all great discussions, we got nowhere. It's been great, but I'm, I'm going to have to bring this to an end. Quick question. Ben, will you allow comments on the podcast? Yeah, sure. We have so far. Yep. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the CDC Podcast, Episode 7. With me today has been Ben Abraham. Yep, thank you. You can find him at his personal blog, IamBenAbraham.net, Adrian Forrest. That's me. ThreePartsTheory.wordpress.com. And Ian Miles Chong, who is still gray on Twitter. Hey, yeah, and, follow uh, me. I'm almost at a thousand followers right now, so... Holy wow. <laughs> yeah. Are they all and, and, I bet they are. Mm-hmm. Well, no. A lot of them are journalists, actually. But there you go. Yeah, yeah. And I'm Eric Swain. You can find me at thegamecritique.com. Thank you all. It's been a blast. Oh, the oh, the giver giver. The only way I was 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 where when their bench bench vendor. It's probably a good idea. Good idea. Twitter did a follow them and scenes scenes things like can't say any can't say things or post or circle or Mike Abraham and me or other or any of the only only one. Good good good. Right now on that good time. That's the only reason I can.